0: So hello and welcome to The Wellbeing Sessions with me, your host, Nate Pidcock. In today's podcast, we'll be talking about why we care so much about what others think and how it can be simply empowering to move away from worrying about status around others. Here with us today to help us understand why we care so much about impressing others is certified positive psychology coach, Lucy Orton. Her popular weekly podcast is Self-Sabotage to Success is in the top 5% of podcasts globally, empowering her listeners and clients to step away from mindset gremlins and a critical inner voice and into their rightful space in the world. Hi, Lucy.
1: Hi, Nate. Thanks so much for having me.
0: No, thank you for coming. We're, we're really excited about having you here today. We're really looking forward to this.
1: Thank so, you. Um, I'm excited too.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. I think to get started... I'll go straight in with why is it that we care so much about what others think about us?
1: I think it goes really far back. It goes from wanting to please, wanting to please our parents, you know, as kids. But it goes even further back. It goes back to wanting to fit in and to kind of belong to a a tribe. And sometimes we can end up wanting to fit in so much that we do things that are against our own wishes against our own desires because we feel like if we can just go along with what other people might want us to do or we can people please or we can second guess almost those around us that we're going to find our place in the world more easily
0: okay so you're saying that sometimes you can actually go against your own individuality and your own personality just to please other people
1: Absolutely. I think it can cause us so many issues. I see it in my clients uh, all the time of different ages and different stages in their lives, where they are holding themselves back because they're worrying about what other people might think. So maybe they don't want to be visible um on social media with their businesses because I talk to a lot of business people or maybe they're concerned about standing out from the crowd with a particular opinion because they don't want to be that tall poppy that that is slightly to you know adjacent to the thoughts of others and there's this strong sense that we kind of need to fit in with the crowd Um, I think that can really hold us back from fulfilling our potential, from being our most authentic version of ourselves. Brene Brown has a brilliant quote about this, which is, fitting in is becoming who you think you need to be in order to be accepted. Belonging is being your authentic self and knowing that no matter what happens, you belong to you. So she really talks about that difference between belonging to yourself and having that inner sense of this is who I am, this is really authentic, this is what I, I feel and this is what I mean to do versus acting or speaking or doing things in a way that allow you to just fit in and be almost somebody else
0: so essentially what you're saying as advice for our listeners but to be happy and to be your, your best version of yourself be you rather than trying to fit in to to go along with the crowd that that might not be the right place for you it's much better to be yourself and Even if that meant you ended up with different friends, fewer friends, it's better to be in that sort of situation where you are yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, your listeners are going to be at the younger end of the spectrum. A lot of the people that I work with are older, more like my age. I'm, a, I'm 40. I'm about 40. I'm actually 40. Um, and I think it's something we realise as we get older, that we really do want to be ourselves. We want to be true to ourselves. And that really is so linked to happiness. But I think as the conversation is out there more and more for the younger generation and for students. You know, it's really important to remember that you belong to yourself. You're the only one that has to live with the consequences of what you do. And worrying less about other people is really key. And we do worry as well, and you said kind of, where does this fear or worry of what other people think come from? It can come from a social anxiety. So that feeling like we're going to be embarrassed to do something and imagine someone else is going to react to us. And often that really is just in our head. So I think it's really important to remember that it's it's within our own head, and we're often judging ourselves, but we're imagining that other people are judging us or that other people might judge us if we go down a particular path, take a particular job, study a particular subject. Um, and actually it really is most of the time a self-judgment rather than a real judgment that's out there by other people. And, and to your point, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes we might... Be authentic. We might be true to ourselves, and we might lose friends, but that is okay if it means that we end up with a much more uh, nurturing and, you know, empowering friendship group. I think sometimes we do have to be okay with letting go of people who don't allow us to be ourselves because that is quite toxic.
0: Definitely, I I completely agree with that. I think what really stood out to me then was when you said about. when when you're embarrassed about certain things and I remember a teacher who once said to me when I was younger I used to be very shy and very within myself and they said but everyone feels embarrassed about doing things at first and you've got to remember it's not just you who feels that way everyone feels that way And no, you don't judge other people for being themselves and being true to themselves so why can't you do it?
1: Absolutely. I think that's really wise. And I I sometimes talk about the fact that you can kind of look at someone in the street and you imagine that they're thinking something about you or judging you or questioning something you're doing, whether it's something you're wearing, whether it's, um, you know, standing on stage doing something. And actually the likelihood is they're thinking about what they're having for dinner or they're worrying about their own issues. And it really isn't about you. You know, we're all quite self-obsessed when it comes down to our inner monologue. Um, And when we can remember that, it can be really freeing because you think, okay, I get to control what I think about me and I get to talk to myself in, in a certain way. But I don't have to concern myself with the potential perception that others have of me. And it is always potential, you know, because we don't know. We don't have that robot machine that means we can read people's minds. And, you know, I think that's probably a good thing because that would be a bit of an intense uh, experience.
0: Definitely. Um, So moving on to the next question now. Why is it damaging to put too much emphasis on the opinions of others?
1: As we kind of talked about, I think it really does reduce that ability to be yourself it reduces your potential and your ability to put yourself out there and I think that's really important when you think about you know the decisions some of the students that are listening are probably making about careers about where they want to go next we can end up making those wrong choices if we are too in our heads but thinking about other people's perceptions or other people's desires for us when we can think about our own dreams, our own ambitions, and try and really go in on that rather than the concerns of others or the potential concerns of others, we can end up making great choices and also know that if we need to change tack, we only have to answer to ourselves. We don't have to answer to, you know, some kind of audience of people who are going to be judging us, you know, uh, X Factor style. It's it's not like that. So I think that's really, really important. I think as well, when we get too worried about other people, as I said, I, I mentioned social anxiety, it can become quite debilitating, because we can end up feeling like, you know, even a text conversation, we're worried about the perception of somebody else and it can hold us back from from being free feeling open and having those really lovely friendships and connections with other people
0: would you say that our students need to remember that they are the most important person in their own lives I think that's something that lots of people forget and that like you said earlier about people pleasing and you want to you want to fit in and you you care what everyone's thinking you need to remember that you are the most important person to yourself really.
1: Yeah something I often say to people is you know who's the most influential person in your life so far and people will stream off pe- people they've known, aunties, friends, teachers. It all well and good but actually it's ourselves that influences our own lives to the maximum like we, we're with ourselves full-time 24-7 and we have as I said before ourselves to answer to and I absolutely agree that when we can bear that in mind and we can feel empowered and remember that we are in the driving seat of our own life at every single juncture even when things are going badly and we can't control everything there's always a small step we can take to help ourselves to push ourselves in the right direction i mean coronavirus has been a great example of this because so much has been taken out of our control but there's still The ability to be that central person in your life, be that leading lady or leading man in your own life and to take the wheel and think, okay, actually, I can make a choice here. It's a small choice. It's, you know, the choice that I go for my daily walk or I don't go for my daily walk or it's you know technically hopefully that's all in the past now but even when our choices are limited there's always a part we can play there's always something we can do to empower ourselves in a small way and then once we take step after step after step and we remind ourselves like you said that we are absolutely central to our lives it gets easier and easier to recognize that in every situation it's definitely a muscle and you need to practice it and you're quite right i think it's something that we don't naturally talk about you know actually you're in charge here you get to you get to choose
0: yeah definitely I I think uh, like you said about about Covid a lot of our students have felt that so many decisions have been taken away from them and so many opportunities and they really haven't felt like that they're in the driving seat of their own lives like you said and it is important to remember that you do still have decisions that are your own and you can still be yourself and do what you want to do
1: Absolutely, I agree. And it and it's not at all to say that it's not hard and it's not frustrating and it's not annoying that we have, you know, especially for students. I feel so much for students with their constrained experience of being a student. But there's, as you said, always something small you can do and that can help. Even though it will still feel crap that you can't go into the nightclub every week and, you know, do all those fun things and be jammed together in a really social way. But when you take a little bit of that back and think actually what do I get to choose here what is in my what is in my control still it can feel a little bit easier and we have to just unfortunately let go of the stuff that is not in our control.
0: Brilliant thank you Lucy so going back to our topic conversation originally how can we move away from worrying about what other people think of us?
1: I think It really boils down to our psychological foundations. And this is something I talk about a lot on the podcast. I talk a lot about this with my clients, but we really need to come from that place of psychological buoyancy. So we need to do things that increase our self-esteem, whether that's recognizing how well we've been doing, whether that's noticing our small wins and regularly feed our brain with that because we've only got this limited amount of headspace. And if we make sure that we're putting in some positive thoughts and ideas into our heads whether that's writing a a journal of the kind of great things you've done this week sort of like a gratitude journal or an achievements journal something like that and really concentrating on what your inner voice is up to because often our inner voices are very critical they can be really kind of denigrating about the small things about the big things and wherever possible to fill your cup by having that kinder inner voice because when we To bring it back to your question, when we have that self-kindness and that ability to recognize our own strengths, our own abilities, we are less likely to look outside for other people to tell us that we're great or that we're doing okay or that our grade is an A or an A minus or whatever it is. When we can push all that back to ourselves and bring it into our own, like we said before, our own control, because we can control how we talk to ourselves. It takes a bit of work and it takes a bit of practice, but we can do it. When we do that, we really do have less headspace to worry about what other people think. And more reassurance that we're doing okay, we're enough, we're kind people, we're working hard, and we're really, you know, aware of that. So wherever possible, building your self-esteem. And I think just to note on self-esteem, often people think about self-esteem as something that comes from someone else. Maybe it comes from accolades or it comes from the comments of others, but it really doesn't. It comes from within ourselves and building our own sense of self up, esteeming ourselves and it is very much something that we can change and build on. And it's it's really powerful when we can add that in, because it makes us realise that we don't have to worry what other people are thinking, regardless of whether they're thinking about their NT or not. We don't have to worry about it because we've got that foundation within ourselves.
0: Definitely. I think what you're saying about self-esteem really hit me personally quite there. Like, I would always regard praise from other people as much higher than praising myself. I think that's probably something bad that I really do that I would need to change really
1: it's really common like you are not alone and actually when I started my training years ago in this area even I felt like that was a, a light bulb moment you know like actually self-esteem comes from me and no one else and I think it can be really difficult as well for students and people I, I know like fall into this category who have tried really hard at school have done really well academically have have maybe got the, the first graduate job or starting to think about that and had all these ticks and been told you're great you're great you're great but actually that's not going to stay with you for life you need to do a lot of this stuff yourself and remember that there's not always going to be a kind of gold medal at the end of everything that's not how how life works but we can give ourselves a little bit of a gold star um, by just recognizing how we're doing and how well we're doing especially in difficult circumstances
0: I guess that's also the same on the flip side as well, where if someone's putting you down, you have to remember it's also not important what other people think as well. If you're getting praise or they're pointing you down, it doesn't matter. It's important what you think of yourself and giving yourself the praise that you deserve.
1: 100%. And I think you almost need to think about it like I've heard actors do with reviews. They don't read them they don't read the good ones, they don't read the bad ones. They just don't put too much stock in it because if they put too much stock in the good stuff, then when the bad stuff comes along, it's gonna hit them really hard. And I think absolutely when someone treats us badly or you know, makes us feel rubbish, we have a choice whether to accept that feedback. So if someone said to me, for example, that they've listened to my podcast and I'm talking too fast, then actually I might take that into consideration because I don't want my listenership to think I'm talking too fast. But if someone said, oh, do you know what? You're too casual and you're too informal on your podcast. I would think, well, I'm not accepting that feedback. That's not true to who I am. It's not what I think. It doesn't matter to me whether I'm formal or informal. Um, And so you make a choice about what feedback you accept. And often you don't have to accept it at all. You know, it's great to be self-reflective and to know when things matter and you want to kind of improve yourself. That's great. But not turning that into over analysis and obsessive thinking and obsessive worrying, really. And, and, and again, linking it back to that people pleasing piece.
0: I, I really like what you said. Don't read the reviews. I think that's something that I'm going to take with me from this. Really, don't read the reviews. Don't think about what the people think. And then that's something that I definitely encourage our listeners to think of now. I think that's a great piece of advice. Going from that, would you say that not caring about others all the time, would that make you selfish?
1: Well, I think if you literally didn't care what anyone thought all the time, then you would be a bit of a a social pariah. And it might be, you know, those people that have kind of gone out and about flouting lockdown and not caring. You know, there's that element. That's that extreme. But the reality for most people is you're never going to be like that. You're never going to be the person that is not thinking about others at all. But no, it's not selfish to disregard the either perceived ideas of what others might be thinking or like in your example the feedback that you just don't want to take because it's not doesn't feel true to you it's actually really good because it bolsters your self-esteem and means you're more able to give yourself to be kind to others when we're kind to ourselves we give ourselves that brilliant basis to be really forgiving and open and and empowering to others as well so it can really be hugely beneficial for everyone around us I know that many of my clients have children and they've said that once they've worked in their own mindset they can tell that their relationships with their children with their partners is improved because they're being more kind to themselves they're not going down into the doldrums of beating themselves up and having those kind of negative inner chats with themselves so yeah I think it's absolutely the opposite it really does help you and help those around you to be kind to yourself and to not worry what other people are thinking
0: so ultimately you're saying that it it really doesn't make you a selfish person at all because by focusing your energy on yourself and your opinions of yourself you're then going to become a a better happier person that's going to work better with those relationships around you really.
1: Yeah absolutely and I think a lot of this mindset work that I I love to do with people it really has a knock-on effect like I, I feel like that's grandiose in saying it but when you look after yourself and you're able to build a really healthy mindset, give yourself those self-esteem boosts, the impact that you can have in the world is so much greater. And you really do have that ability to give more, to be more for yourself and to have a, a happier, calmer existence. And I think another point about when we worry too much about what other people think it drains us of energy. It takes our headspace away from things that we should be concentrating on or thinking about, and it can actually just make us less productive, less you know, out there in the world, and be an all-round drain, you know, like a, an energy sap. So, by removing that from our lives and really caring a lot less about what other people think, while still being a lovely person, can be really um, helpful in terms of what you can put out there.
0: Thank you so much, Lucy. Um, I feel like I've really, really learned a lot from you today and I'm sure our listeners have too. We really appreciate you coming along.
1: Thank you. I've really enjoyed the conversation and thank you so much for having me, Nate.
0: Definitely. I'm sure we'll have you along soon for another podcast. I'm looking forward to it.
1: I'd love that. Thank you.
0: And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in as well. Hope you all have a lovely day and see you soon.